right. No intro music today. We are getting right into it. Without further ado, boy, boy, do we have a doozy today. (laughs) Welcome to the Politics Mostly podcast. I am your host, Peter Ramirez. Headline at the Washington Post. Quote, Prosecutor in Trump criminal probe convenes grand jury to hear evidence weigh potential charges. End quote. Here's the main part of the story. Uh, Manhattan's district attorney has convened the grand jury that is expected to decide whether to indict former President Donald Trump, other executives at his company, or the business itself, should prosecutors present the panel with criminal charges. The panel was convened recently and will sit three days a week for six months. It is likely to hear several matters, not just the Trump case uh, during the duration of its term, which is longer than a traditional New York State grand jury assignment, end quote. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Peter, you literally just ended your last episode by, quote, punting this exact Trump inquiry into the stratosphere, end quote, Uh, because there are always these sorts of stories and nothing ever happens. But that's the point. Nothing ever happens. But this is literally happening. It's finally happening. No more reports on Trump and obstruction of justice. No more impeachment stuff where the outcome is predetermined. No, 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 no. A district attorney for Manhattan has formally and officially convened a grand jury. Like, there are literally New Yorkers right now in some government building looking over evidence and hearing testimony and will decide what charges to bring against Trump and or the Trump organization. Notice how I said what charges and not whether to bring charges because, and this is true because I looked it up because your boy does research for these podcasts, (laughs) the indictment rate for a grand jury hovers between 98 and 99%. That means, and only 1% or 2% of the time, in this exact situation, charges would not be brought. So it is a question of what charges get brought against Trump and his organization criminally, not whether they will be brought at all. So this is, this is concrete, people. Can a young man still have some faith and hope in this world? I'm allowed to have faith. I'm allowed to have faith. Uh, If grown men can go to a superhero movie and fantasize of themselves being a superhero, I can hold out hope that Sticky Fingers Donnie will finally be held accountable. (laughs) I told my roommate about this, Ryan. Uh, You may remember him as a guest host, Ryan, middle name M, last name uh, redacted. Um, He just replied, rent-free. Which is kind of a catch-all for any Trump criticism used by the right, by the way. Rent-free, rent-free. Meaning Trump lives in liberals' minds rent-free. No. All Trump cares about is ratings, right? Remember he boasted about COVID 
the daily COVID press um, conference, uh, just the numbers. <laughs> the New York Times reported that uh, the COVID press briefings um, did bigger numbers than Monday Night Football, and that's like all he tweeted about for an entire week. <laughs> he constantly inserted himself into like random pop culture shit via Twitter as president of the United States. And then when liberals or even, you know, regular Americans are like, OK, we can talk about Trump. It's like, oh, rent free, rent free, rent free. Uh, no, he's literally trying to get in the spotlight. He is trying to go viral. We aren't obsessed with him. He's constantly trying to be in the conversation. His need for public attention is so bad that when he was banned from Twitter, he started his own blog. <laughs> rent free, rent free. I'll tell you what's rent free. Jail. <laughs> that Trump uh, Twitter ban, by the way, I was not on board with it initially. Like, why the hell is a former president banned from a popular site? Well, I know why, but should he be? Um, and if you know me, and if you listen to this podcast, you know by now that I'm essentially an absolutist when it comes to free speech, which um, is one of the many areas me and my fellow comrades on the left disagree. Um, but man, I don't know. I'm still uneasy with the concept of Trump not being on Twitter, but in practice, it has made Twitter a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> Notice I said more enjoyable and not enjoyable because that place still fucking sucks. <laughs> so it's kind of a trade-off, right? Something you're uncomfortable with in a vague sense, but in practice, it actually works out really well. Uh, anyway, that was just a, a quick side note. Um, so there it is. There it is. A fucking grand jury has been impaneled in New York to bring criminal charges against a former president of the United States. <sighs> Gotta have some New York pride here for my home state. Um, I love how Trump still comes up with better headlines than Biden. Like, this is more juicy than anything Biden has come up with in his entire presidency. Fuck, man. Part of me does miss Trump. <laughs> I used to write a lot more than I do now. Uh, and I swear to God, if Trump was in the headline, that shit did like four times the numbers. <laughs> the non-Trump pieces. <laughs> There's only one thing that can stop this. Here's some advice for Donnie. One thing that can stop this. Rudy Giuliani needs to take a break from peddling cigars on his podcast and immediately call a press conference at a landscaping company slash dildo store. <laughs> I mean, a plan as genius as that can't fail twice, can it? <laughs> I mean, if you're... Okay, <clears throat> let's get serious here before I let you guys go. If you're looking at this headline as Donald Trump or one of his allies, assuming there are any left, how is this good news? Last week, the state attorney general announced that the uh, inquiry was no longer civil, but now criminal. Then the state attorney general announced that she was joining the criminal inquiry with the Manhattan DA, which is so fucking weird because they're normally almost rivals. So the two most powerful investigatory offices in New York are teamed up against you. Then a grand jury is officially impaneled to bring criminal charges against you. 
Then there are news stories where Republican Governor of Florida Ron DeSantis is having discussions with his legal staff over whether he could potentially block an extradition request of Trump to go to New York. Then it's announced that the grand jury will be investigating longer than usual. And all of this was after your attempts to keep your tax returns private failed in the courts. Then it was announced that the Manhattan DA hired Mark Pomerantz, the most successful mob prosecutor in the history of this country. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Right. I mean, generally how I look at things politically is you see a story and then you say, how can each side spin it? How can the Democrats spin it? How can Republicans spin it? You know, they can say, well, you know, you could do the whataboutism. You could say it's actually not that you know important. You could say, OK, well, that's bad. But look at what we're doing here. You, you know, you can say a million things. Um, to spin news, but for the, for the life of me, I cannot put myself in Trump's shoes and tell you the last two weeks has gone well. <laughs> there is no way Trump is looking at all of these headlines that are trickling, trickling, trickling out and going, the plan is working perfectly. I mean, the Manhattan DA and the state attorney general are working together. They announced that it's no longer civil. It's now criminal. They hire the most famous mob prosecutor in the history of ever, anywhere. Um, The Florida governor is desperately seeing if he has the legal authority to block an extradition to New York. Um, And the jury is impaneled, and they're going to be impaneled for six months, which is longer than normal. And that happens right after the courts allow your accountant to give over all the tax documents to the government. (laughs) I mean, I how is that good for Trump? I, I don't know. Okay, if you do know, pause the podcast. Pause the podcast. My email is Peter at peterramirez.com or .org. Look it up. I think it's .com, but it could be .org. Definitely double-check that. Um, send me an email. Spin this for me. If you're, you know, I know, I know some of my family and friends that listen to this podcast, uh, libertarian, conservative, whatever fancy word you guys call yourselves now. Um, let me know how this is a positive story for Trump, how a grand jury being impaneled, armed with his tax information, to investigate him for six months, in which case 99% of the time it it results in criminal charges. Tell me how that's good. Because I'm actually, you know, I'm genuinely curious, how is this good news for Trump? I mean, this is why he fought so hard to stay in the Oval Office. Being in power is, one, good for ratings. We all know Trump loves that. And two, it keeps him out of jail, right? There are, you can't, you know, according to the Justice Department, you can't bring charges against a sitting president. So he loses, returns to Florida, and then all these headlines are coming out, like, what, two or three months later? What month are we in? May? <laughs> well, like a month or two after... 
they finally got the the tax documents and other financial documents. I I think he's toast, honestly. I think he's toast. Feel free to play this back to me uh, if no charges are ever filed, <laughs> or if he gets away with like paying a fine that he probably doesn't even have the money for, so he has to go get another loan just to pay the fine. <laughs> but like, you know that old saying: you can indict a ham sandwich. Ninety nine percent of the time, when an investigation gets this far, criminal charges are brought. And the subject of this grand jury is Trump and the Trump organization. I don't see how this is good news for Trump. Um, I, I don't know. The burden for an indictment is so low. It's just like, is there enough evidence to go to a trial, right? Because that's what an indictment is. You convene the grand jury. You have subpoena power. Um, you say, I think these charges are warranted. 99% of the time they agree. And it just green lights it to go to the trial, right? This isn't about Trump's guilt or innocence. This is just, is there enough evidence to go to trial um, to convene a 12-man jury? Um, so, and, and if we are going to go forward, and like I said, 99% of the time we do go forward, and there is a regular trial, or at least charges, you know, we're talking discovery, we're talking Trump potentially taking the stand in his own defense, we're talking witnesses under oath, I mean, this is huge, a former president of the United States. (laughs) By the way, this story broke about two hours ago. And I'm currently on the Fox News website. The big front page story is, of course, immigration. Um, It's either cancel culture or immigration. Literally flip a coin. And no coverage yet. Uh, And don't say, oh, they don't they have to get their sources. It's fucking Fox News. There are no there are no sources. (laughs) Also, Nothing on the Wall Street Journal homepage, Breitbart. Um, I'm on the Washington Times right now. I mean, I literally don't see this story on a single right-wing media outlet. Um, I'm just noting that. I'm just noting that. I'm not offering any theories. I'm not saying, well, therefore, X, Y, and Z. No, just pointing that out, that this got picked up within 10 minutes when the Washington Post reported it. Within 10 minutes... 10 minutes on NBC, New York Times, all the this the center and center left stuff. Um, okay. That's it. This was a breaking news story, and I wanted to get it out there as soon as possible if you were looking for my opinion. I may not have the resources of the big guys, but I figured maybe I can be quicker than them, a little more agile, right? Speaking of resources, I don't want to spoil anything, but I am in contact with some sponsors over maybe reading an ad at the top of one of these episodes. Uh, As it currently is, I'll take you, I'll open up the kimono, a little corporate jargo for you guys listening. Open up the kimono. Um, As it currently is, I'm actually losing money on this podcast. Not a lot, but a little bit. Uh, I have to pay monthly uh, just for the hosting of my podcast, including, you know, the gigabytes of memory of past episodes So, you know, there's a whole library of every episode I've ever done. This is now episode 31, I believe. Uh, You can actually go back and listen to any podcast. Most of them aren't as time-sensitive as you'd think. They kind of just, I kind of just talk about, you know, my views. You know, it's like Trump this, Trump that. But it's also, you know, the Biden, the election, everything. But it's also kind of like my views on politics and 
and um, things that are more general and less time sensitive, if that makes sense. Um, so I don't want you guys thinking I'm like selling out or anything. I'm literally trying to get revenue neutral. <laughs> if I can read an ad and get money for that ad and then use that money to pay my monthly bill to the podcast server, then I'm not out here making jillions of dollars. I'm just now revenue neutral <laughs> for this podcast. Um, so where I can actually do this for free and not have to pay to do this, which would be awesome. So thanks, guys. You're the best. I will see you next time.